Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One of the biggest names in the history of dance music. David Guetta. Okay, first, I don't do drugs. No drinks either? I only drink <laughs> Most of what we see on social media is fake. fake. All those girls you see, they never paid for a plane ticket in their life. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen the lifeguard? Oh yes. my. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. If you're listening. Listening to me, I was never brave enough to speak to you. <laughs> you the hardest guy off the club. I have Morty with me. Why do I have this in my hand right now? This is yours. Yeah. And why you. does your your I look like Stephen Hawking. Yeah, right I got to say this. You look like Stephen Hawking. Hold on, What's going on here? What? No, I was talking about your hair. Oh, I look like a cheap Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> like your mom got me on a Groupon. She wanted to surprise you, but the surprise was... You got me in a Syrian boy but that nobody wants. It's it's one of those haircuts that grew out really bad. No, it's no, it's just I didn't get to do anything, and I put gel and then wet my hair. But let me ask you a question: when you <laughs> when you when you left the hotel, because we just got here from Toledo, Ohio, great yeah, city yeah, yeah. by the way. Uh, when you left Toledo, Ohio, before we got on the plane, your hair was right. glued to your head, concrete. It was mm. like someone had just poured cement. Yep. What happened to it between then and now? The Sugar Sean fight? Real, Did you sweat? Real quick, just so Logan could just get by because my stories are going to be a little Yeah, keep it, uh, it's a quick question. I had a lot of product. I put water in there. Made a problem. Just now cement, well, but it's you? cemented down. I don't know what to do here. You know, what, you know what else you did that upset me? I didn't poop in the bathroom. That was Mike, and he blamed I, it on I, me. I should have been there, but it, this was 30 minutes ago, so the fact that it's still Hold on a second. you got to stop lying today, bro. You're a liar today. Okay. Hold on a second. That was you? Yeah, I told you I had to poop. I've been Why farting you? for 45 minutes. All right. I, so, so... This is my room at, at the Satai. We're staying at the Satai and we're shooting in our room for the next week. That smell will be there for that long. Uh, bro, I, I, I'm doing what the, uh, the best I can. I what do you mean? No, you're not. No, you're not. Because WWE. if you're doing the best you could, you could just walk in the other room and use the what second bathroom. I didn't even know you had two rooms. There's I, four I, I, hallways I in this beautiful room at the Satai. Shout out to the Satai. Honestly, we've been so happy here. Expensive. The room service is great and the views are fantastic. We're in Miami. Our guest arrived. Uh, he came down. Four floors because he also lives here. He got the penthouse. I want to bring him on, guys. This we're being disrespectful as per usual. <laughs> Our guest today is one of the biggest names in the history of dance music who helped usher in the genre to the US market. He has sold over 10 million albums and 65 million singles. He's also been streamed more than 10 billion times. 10 billion times. He's a pioneer. He's a legend. He is David Guetta. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. David, I, wa I wash my hands. All right. Just trust me. Another lie. And I know <laughs> you haven't washed your hands since third grade. Hey, David. Hey. <laughs> Fish home. Yeah, well, this I is have your the home. same view. <laughs> beautiful view. It's, it's a nice place, man. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, uh, so, so, how many floors above us are you? Uh, I'm not sure, but I'd be above. Is, uh, you've been hearing anything at night that sounds like this? Ah, never mind. Just uh, 
Have you heard any moaning? Am, am, I, am, I, am I supposed to hear what you do at night? You're that good? Wow, man. <laughs> you guys like, are both liars I'm like, today. I'm like 10, floor, 10 floors above. You, you need to be very, very good. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, but she is. You probably hear for like, you probably hear for like 30 seconds, like really quick. And, just, <laughs> and by the way, you're hearing Logan moan, not even his girlfriend. He's just like, oh. I like that one. <laughs> David, how are David. you, man? An absolute legend. We appreciate you blessing us with your time. Uh, let's get right into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm here for you. You've been doing this forever. Like I said, you're a legend. And uh, what, you're 54 now? Yep. How you got a six-pack? What? How is that possible? Yeah. You're ripped. Uh, well, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm not like you at all. Okay, I, I'm, I'm just, honestly, I'm just eating healthy. That's all. What? No, I promise. No, no, I promise. I promise. I, I've I trained all my life, but I haven't been training lately. And I realized, except from being a little bit softer, but nothing is really changing. So I think the food is actually most of it, because uh, you know, like from my entire life, I didn't really know what I was doing. I, you know, when you train all the time, you think, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. But now I'm not training, and. It's just the same version of me, smaller and softer, but I'm still defined the same. You don't so, look soft. I mean, bro, I see the pictures. Not, not, not soft, 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 but you know, you know, you know, your muscles when you train, they're harder. Yeah. But, you know, uh, but so now I'm like, uh, but, you know, it's good. It's, it's I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think like, oh, I don't know, because for like for 10% better, I need to work. A hundred percent more, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're working smarter and not harder. Yeah, exactly. Which is fantastic. Well, exactly. I'm just impressed. I'm re your physique is incredible. I have a dad. He's uh, he's around your age, and I mean, he doesn't look like you. He's he's balding first and foremost. Um, he hasn't sold over ten billion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think he sold any. I, 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 well, I, he's, yeah. He's but a, but when I get older, I want to be like you. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> so the last time we were together, Stad. Oh my god, that 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 was so crazy. Yeah. Seriously, it was really an experience for me. I and I thought I found that interesting because I feel like you would have experienced it all, but you were performing for like a, a billionaire hired you personally to perform the New Year's set. Correct? But what was crazy is that each person there, except from us, was a billionaire too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, were yeah. the poor kids. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. I remember they were coming up to us and they're like, tell us a funny joke. Yeah, it was we, like dance we, monkey dance. We were this the uh, we were the court jesters. No, but there. seriously, yeah. it, it was in, I, honestly. I think I've never seen this. It was so concentrated, so much concentrated wealth. Yeah. Like, like I think the the wealth in that room was higher than the GDP of like eighty percent of the countries. No, no, no. It, it was ridiculous. And you know what's funny? Because I don't think you came at the dinner the day before. I was sick. All right. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So, so I was at this dinner, and you know, everyone around me was like. 22, 25, and a billionaire. And, and there, was, there was this kid, and he was 19. And my kids were at a different table, so I'm asking my neighbor, like, but like, why is this kid here at the table with <laughs> us and not with my kids, you mm -hmm. know? He's like, well, he's 19, but he sold his company for three billion. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. I came back home, I'm like, kids, you need to wake up. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what are you doing that like, you're late, you know? Like, Seriously, it's crazy. Meeting young billionaires is always hard. They they make me feel like I suck. No, but really, yeah. Like I really, it's the first time in my life that I felt like this. <laughs> no, really, because it was so 
it was so like crazy because a lot of the money there was also not from family. Yeah, new money. A lot, which for me is more impressive. Sure. If you're if you're a billionaire at 22, that that's insane, and you made it yourself. That's crazy. Yeah, and 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 you had to you had to do a set. You got to do a set uh, for these people, but I imagine, you know, performing for billionaires it might be a little harder, more nervous. No. You got to get the energy flowing. You know, you know, it's funny. Is like people say, "Oh, how nervous are you when you play like ultra?" Yeah. You know, like like a hundred thousand people. And and to me, this is easy. Yeah. But when you give me a private party like this <laughs> with like a hundred people that don't know anything about music, music. Yeah. that. I'm getting anxiety before getting there, you know, because like it's uh I don't know. It's, it's like I have no idea what they're gonna react to. So. Well, and there was in that the energy was relatively low. Like it was like it, you were in this like converted pool that was like covered. There was like a weird dancing show going on at the same time as you were performing. I just remember looking around. I'm like, yo, this is fucking David Guetta. Why are you to- why my, are you talking about and, Ethereum right now? Like, stop. And Madonna, Madonna looking Madonna, at her yeah. feet, yeah, <laughs> not looking at everyone. Not it was like a, yeah, but honestly, I had a good time. It was so interesting to meet all those people. Really, like really, really interesting for me. Very, it was a lot of inspiration. It's it's uh it's cool to hear that you're still finding inspiration, even though I I I look at your career and I feel like you've done it all right, and even even in Stad. I got to meet your son, Elvis, great kid. And I told you the thing that impresses me most about you is longevity, right? You've been doing this stuff forever and you continue to make hit after hit after hit. In October, you were the fourth most streamed artist on Spotify. Personally, I can't stop listening to, uh, uh, what's it, So Good? I'm good. I'm good. Bro, I can't stop listening to it. I love it. It's everywhere. It's crazy. No, and you have so many songs like that. We were going through your catalog on the way here. Like, what? Names of Titanium. Yeah. I, got, I got a feeling. Oh, song. my God. The one cut. Like the one that, dude, Memories. There's so he, many songs. He was saying it's the, it's the last song. That you hear at like, a ba- like at like a bar. Every bar, every club, whether it's live, whether it's, you know, some local place in like Cleveland. Yeah. Titanium or the one with Cuddy, like it's always those end of the night songs. You're like, get it, get it, get it, get it, because yeah. it's just banger after banger. You're talking about my son. He, he went to live the other night. He was like, there was seven records of yours yeah. last night. Like it's crazy. But you know what's funny is like, um, so I had different moments, of course, you know, in my life, and and there was this moment that um, I crossed over with all those huge records. With like, I got a feeling and memories and sexy bitch and. All those records when left takes over at the same time and then i was a little bit obsessed with uh having this pop success because i come more from you know festivals clubs, and mm. more underground and um and 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 that moment of my life was not so happy because you know when you when you try to go up and everything is just a happy accident everything is wonderful i'm sure you were not expecting to have the career you have so every time you challenge yourself and it works. You're like, whoa, yeah. that's incredible. You know? <laughs> that yeah. was true. Yeah, you know? And then when you're on the top, that positive energy turned into the fear of not being on the top anymore. That sucks. And, and, and then one day I was like, okay, I don't care about being on the radio anymore. Mm. I just want to make music that speaks to my community. 
um, I just and and I created that that sound called Future Wave, and it was really not trying to be commercially successful. And what's crazy is that it's at that time when I decide to not make pop records anymore that I'm having like three pop hits at the same time with I'm Good and the, the record with Black Eyed Peas, Don't You Worry, and another one is bigger in Europe. It's called Crazy What Love Can Do. And it's, it's just like, at the end of the day, people decide. And, I, and with music, I think, you know, like, doesn't matter how, like, I'm crazy. I'm, I have so much drive. I'm, I'm, if you're here, you have the same. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> We're li- all a bit, a bit crazy, you know, yeah. trying to beat ourselves. It's, it's like a self-competition constantly. And, and, you know, the day that I started to chill and say, I just want to have fun, a huge success came again. It's crazy. It's really funny how that works. A lot of artists and creatives will find that when you start to create for you and you stop chasing the metrics and the numbers, you unlock a whole new vertical. Exactly. This podcast is brought to you by Cash App. When your personal finance connects you to both your funds and the stuff that matters, that's money. Money. And that's Cash App. You know what else is money? Going out to (laughs) eat your dinner with your friends. Me, Logan, Manager Jeff, David, we all went to a nice supper the other night at a place called Nobu and Malibu. It was beautiful. We had every course, sashimi, sushi, tuna, steak, tacos, everything. The bill came at the end of the night. It was a lot of money. It's an expensive place. It was like 1600 bucks. And I said, well, there's five of us here at the table. Let's split it five ways. Oh, sorry. We can only use two cards. Well, that's not as much of a problem for us because we have Cash App. And so one of us paid for it and the rest of us just Cash App. That one person. I was the person. My cash app is Mike Balak. I have a cash tag on <laughs> okay, it. Okay, we, we get it. Um, but you guys should get it too. <laughs> Download Cash App. It's the app for sending, spending, saving, investing, splitting, tipping, donating, gifting, or just typing numbers, all with the number one finance app in the App Store. Basically, what I'm saying is that's money and that's Cash App. Download Cash App from the App Store or Google Play Store today to create your own cash tag. We love you. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You cash up. Nima, my stylist. Shout out Nima K. Uh, fantastic and designer from Maverick Clothing as well, who you're friends with. Yes. Uh, he was giving me a little background for this episode, and he commented on your work ethic. And like, you just don't stop. Why haven't you retired yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know... Um, it's amazing because like I was I was like I don't come from a rich background. So, you know, I was obsessed with being safe and I always felt like oh someone is going to knock the door in the morning and say that was a mistake. You need to give it all back. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I was like really thinking like this. Yeah. And then one day I was like, okay, I'm safe, my family is safe and what am I going to do now? Well, I'm going to do just what I love. And I love DJing. And, and then, because I love being on stage and I love the feeling of playing new music and I love, the, I love pushing the envelope and, and, and coming with new sounds, 
then I just make music that, and my motivation is how it's gonna feel when I'm gonna be performing those records on stage, mm. you know? And mm. that, that's my motivation. I, what makes me the happiest is DJing. So what am I gonna do, you know, in the Maldives on the beach? Like, why? Hang out, sip a coconut out of a But I'm gonna be bored. <laughs> I'd rather be on stage. Well, the good thing about DJing is you kind of get to do that as well. Like you get to enjoy yourself while you're doing what you love to do. Right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, why am I gonna say, oh, I have enough money to do something that is less fun than my normal working life? Right, right, right. No. Well, I have, I have maybe an answer to that, and and not saying this is gonna happen. And it's also sort of a question: is you know, I, I guess like how how long can you keep going for? And are you worried? Is it a concern at all that, okay, the music might change and I might start making stuff that is out of touch and it doesn't get that success that I want anymore. And then you try to push the envelope too far. You try to extend your career to a point where it wasn't the same as it used to be. You right, know, it happened like, like, to like, me like, already. Like, wait, That's <laughs> a good thing. Yeah, no, no. For, I mean, you don't really see it, but it happened. I had, I've been successful. Like I've been a DJ my entire life since I was 14. Uh, and you know, but but like, let's say commercially and globally successful, it's 20 years, 20, 21 years. So, so like in, in, a, in some years, like in, in the recent years, I was extremely successful as in terms of credibility, but not pop. Mm. So, so, you know, it's all, it's all a matter of what people consider success. So, you would think to some, you would speak to some pop artist uh, uh, four years ago and no one would want to touch dance music because it would be like, oh my God, dance music is dead, you know? And um, they, would, they would think probably I'm not successful, but I was actually killing it, uh, you know, in festivals and, yep. and you know, uh, we talked about the future wave and your friend Nima is helping us, yep. you know? So, so all of this, it, it, it's all it's all related like, like what is success you know uh, for me i don't really care about people recognizing me in the street mm. really i don't like zero uh i don't really care about fame what i want is my music to be successful like i love that every time i've been on an uber they're playing my music every time it's yeah. it's crazy and and i i see those guys they they don't know it's me and I see them looking at my shows on videos the entire trip. And I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> and it keeps happening every single day, you know, that I love. Or, or, or just the fact that I'm selling tickets and, you know, I'm selling arenas and, and, and that's amazing. But it was never about, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been a little bit famous by accident, honestly. I'm more like an introvert. So... Mm -hmm. So, and it's actually very interesting I'm discovering in the music industry that, you know, you have like nerdy people that they love, you know, just being in the studio, making beats, and, uh, and one day they happen to be successful. And you have other people that they, they're good like you with being like, you know, on the camera, yeah. you know what I mean? The and it's actually two different, it's two different things, but we are asked to be both yeah. and and you know i'm an introvert that i've learned how to not be an introvert uh, but deeply i am it's just that with my life i, I had to 
I had to challenge myself and 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 stop being like this. Otherwise, I wouldn't never be able to be a, a successful artist. But but you know, I know a lot of this, um, and it's it, it's funny, you know, like um, when I was very young, I got married to a, a, an incredible girl. She's like very famous in my country, and it was, she was the star. She was always gonna be the star. Mm. I never wanted to be a star. And so I was going to help her be the star. That was the the plan. Yeah. And then it just happened. Hey, guys, I have my own action figure. I cannot believe this. The WWE has finally made me out of plastic. This is a Mattel creation. You can buy it available only right now for the next two weeks or so on creations.mattel.com. The link is in the description. But this is the first edition Logan Paul WWE action figure. This is one of the coolest moments of my life, and it is forever ingrained in a figurine. I love the WWE. I love Mattel. Thank you for doing this and 3D printing me. It comes with three heads and multiple hands. Impulsive viewers, if you want one, again, the link is in the description. It's not going to be available for long, and it's only going to be available during this period. So hopefully it'll become a collector's item. Anyway. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back to the show. It is funny. I, I, I had a, a little run with, with attempting to make music. Like I, You definitely don't know this. I wanted to be like a singer at one point. Oh, really? Dog, I flew to Sweden. I I I, uh, I, I made an EP with Rami Yacoub. I don't know if you know Swedish. Of course. Yeah. I know Rami very well. We yeah. worked together many times. Well, me too, man. Trying to make a record. And <laughs> after a year of vocal lessons, like I really tried. I gave it my all. As I do, I work hard. And I really worked hard to try to make some good music. No, I know you have crazy work ethics. I know that. But it didn't work in music. I did not have the it factor. And and another thing I realized is, like you said, I, I I'm I'm more of an on the field guy. I like the traveling. I like you know getting my hands dirty and 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 sitting in the studio all day was was tedious for me. It was really taxing. And it is truly a different type of grind. And it's yeah. funny because a lot of DJs and musicians will. It, it appears glamorous, but you forget that you will spend, I mean, how long in a studio trying to make a song? No, but it's my entire life. You know, it's funny. Like sometimes um, my kids, they 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 joke, like they want to buy something. And they're like, come on, dad, you just have to raise your hand for 10 minutes and you can pay for that. <laughs> 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 you know, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, you guys are so insulting. You don't know yeah. everything that is behind. <laughs> yeah. To get like to I get ask paid. them to wave <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, jump up. That, 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 really, they think like, oh, uh, you know, and it's funny, like, because people I don't know, they, of course, you know, they think this guy is just uh, having fun, uh, putting his hands in the air and everybody's screaming like crazy and singing the songs. But, or like, sometimes people tell me like, oh, you just make hits. They don't know that I release one record out of a hundred because my hard drive is full of shit records, you know? <laughs> it's those so Logan's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, help me help you is a great song. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so no, but tell me, you 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 like finish songs and, and, and perform them. I'm and not gonna show you, man. 
Dude, <laughs> I will admit he spent hours on it. I'll never forget the day he quit because you would think it would take him a long time to quit. But one time he's showing us a music video, it didn't even let us finish. He goes, "All right, fuck this, I'm done." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like done with this song." He goes, "No, now I'm just done, bro." He's like, "This shit is not for me." <laughs> hey, he's not the only one out of you two that's tried, that's had a run with music. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to take another run at what you were saying and then come back to me. He got it. Uh, yeah, it's because you guys have sex with each other. If, you guys are symbiotic. If you're watching this, Google a George Janko music video, and you will get. <laughs> Highly entertained for about two and a half minutes. I was 16 and I opened up for Bieber. Wait, Whoa! What? Well, it wasn't like a full open up. I won a Kiss FM singing competition. I got to fuck <laughs> at his concert. But you know what? I told my friends at high school I opened up for him. So I'm going to stick with it. It was that. one of the first things you told me as well when we met. You know, well, that? I got your number, bitch. So That's how I, you tricked me, motherfucker. <laughs> and years later, I'm on a show. Yeah, it works out. I was well gonna, done. <laughs> Fake it till you make it, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I was gonna say something about the the hits, because uh, I'm, I'm I'm sure you're in the studio. Yeah, just just is it is it a numbers game? It, it just make as many records as you can and then float them by your A and R and mm, no. Oh, I, actually, the experience is the only A and R is re, is really real real A and R. At the end, it has to be me. Yeah, right. So so you know, uh. I, and and also I see probably um, the difference between a lot of DJs and the top top people like let's say Kevin Harris or Chainsmokers or, or my or myself is that we actually spend time with songwriters working on creating songs where most DJs receive song and produce them you know but that makes a huge 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 difference because you have this you know this industry in in los angeles that are with the songwriters that are writing mm. every single day like four songs or two or three and uh and it's, it's it's like a factory you know but of course this is a little bit soulless you know yeah and and um i'm trying not not to work like this no it becomes a machine for sure I, and then that's what i was going to say by the way you uh, you uh, uh kickstarted my thought i think a lot of the misconceptions about what a DJ does happens because a lot of DJs aren't making original records, right? You, you exactly. get a remix online, exactly. you get up and you, you can perform, you can do this stuff. But there's, there's, there's a few, you mentioned them, Calvin Harris, Chainsmokers, you who are making original music. And, and, and I'm wondering how much of your song releases is timing because you even mentioned it. EDM dance music was dead four years ago, but didn't you make I'm good four years? Like you made I'm good that song that's popping right now, but, 2022, but, forever ago. Oh no, but that story is insane. So, so I'm good is we were like, a, so BB Rexa is coming to London and uh, I spent a lot of time in London. She's like, are you in town? Let's make music. We go to the studio and we do a few ideas including I'm good. Mm. All right. And, uh, and then nothing, you know, she was like, mm, I don't know me. Mm, I don't know. And then I was playing this festival and, uh, I think it was ultra. And I was like, Oh, I mean, this is such an iconic sample. I'm still gonna play a festival version of it and, uh, and see how it reacts, played it, reacts good. And then it's lost into, whatever you know it stays in my hard drive like uh, like uh, so many other records and someone i don't know who but you know i would really need to thank this person sampled a part of my dj set that was on youtube and put it on tiktok and it became viral but the record was not released so 
it's just insane. So, so BB is texting me like, do you know what's happening? Like, how did this get out? Where's my check? Where's my check, motherfucker? Where's my check, man? That's the knock you were waiting for. Hey, it's all over. Bring it back. So, so we decided to release it. But even before the record was released, I would be playing it and everyone would sing the song. So that's, it's the first time this happened in my entire life. And this shows the power that I don't need to explain you, obviously, of social TikTok media. Morality, you know, baby. Yeah. That's what it's about. I mean, TikTok's huge. But I'm curious about the, the rights on that song because it's a, it's a, it's a remix. No, no, that's a, that's a, it's called interpolation. It's like when you use, you use a, a, a melody, but you change the words and you modify it a little bit. So that's just a negotiation with the people that wrote the uh, original version and you negotiate how much they keep and how much they give you. And that's it, caused a lot of like problems. That sounds over so the years difficult with, with certain artists that, that have gotten those rights and run into issues after the fact. No, but but what what is wrong is people that do that without asking. Got it. But obviously I've I've asked before. So that was already something that was uh dealt with and uh they of course they're very happy. It's like they're having a global number one again yeah, who just had It was Jack Harlow, first class. Well, no, there was the one another one mind. with. Um, yeah, yes. Farrow, that, that, no, no, no. I was gonna say the one with the girl that's that's popping right now, Paramore. The Paramore song that uh, that. Whatever. There's a lot of cases. What's it called? My question it, is interpolation. interpolation. My question is, since the song released on TikTok first, was there a negotiation before? Or did they kind of strong arm you because it was already out? I have to say, uh, they were very, very elegant because they they could have tried to do that and they were so happy and also oh, that's those guys they're also from my scene so there was like a certain respect i suppose and they were happy that first they're gonna make a lot of money again and second you know um it, it it's it stays in our world so i mean i'm i always support everyone from my scene so you know i i think it was cool but no they didn't they they it was a fair, it was a fair negotiation. How, how important is collaboration in your world? A, a, lot of, a lot of the biggest tracks you have, I mean, Bieber, Rihanna, Black Eyed Peas, Akon, Nicki Minaj, Cuddy, Afrojack, Alesso, like it, these are some of the biggest artists in the world. Is it important to you to constantly be dabbling and using the talents that they have in your music? Well, actually you use the word, the, the, the word talent. And, and, and like, to me, what's important is talent. So it happens that obviously a lot of huge artists, famous, they're famous because they're talented. But some artists are talented, but we're not famous. Uh, and, and, you know, when I did Titanium with Sia, she wasn't famous. Yeah. When, I, when I did, uh, you know, uh, even Bibi Rexa, our first record is Hey Mama. She was just a songwriter. She was not an artist yet. You know, and we did this record together with Nicki Minaj. That was uh, her first uh, record as an artist. So, so what I'm trying to say is, is, yes, of course, if you have like a huge name, it's going to help you, you know, uh, be successful. But at the end of the day, what makes a hit is, uh, is the song. Is it good or is it bad? And, and you know, the rest for me is just... Uh, Additional, and I, I think we're living in a, an amazing moment in time because you know, um, before it was like okay, 
you know, the label is going to put two big names, the two biggest names together, and we're going to invest a $3 million campaign. And, uh, but now they can do that. No one cares yeah. because at the end of the day, people are choosing. And, and it doesn't matter what campaign you're going to come with. Like the, the way I see it, I, I told you about how I see my life now, you know, that I just want to have fun and be happy. That's it because at the end of the day, I just put music out without stress. Some of it is going to be successful. Some of it is going to flop. And it's totally okay with me now. Whereas before, you know, it was like 10 meetings. What are we going to put out, you know? Mm. Is this the best record that I have? It doesn't matter now. I just don't care. I just put <laughs> every record out people choose because it's, it's the reality of the new market. People choose. And I think it's, it's good. It's a good thing. It's more democratic. Yeah, it gives the chance to everyone. And also you have all, all those old records that are so amazing that are having a new life in the moment. And it gives more like musical culture to kids. I think this is cool. There's also a couple different kinds of uh, success, like different success metrics for music. I know in hip hop, there's like this phenomenon of commercial success versus cultural appreciation. And I'm sure it exists. It's the same for us. I'm sure it's, I was going to say, I'm sure it's the same in the dance space, which I'm, which I'm not as familiar with as I am hip hop. But there are these songs that culturally within that tight knit, you know, festival and club community, yeah, especially yeah, people are like, yo, this is a fucking banger that never sees that cultural success. Which of the two do you prefer? So, so uh, this is a really good question. I've uh, been saving it for 36 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true because <clears throat> during my career, I had moments that I had credibility and moments that I had commercial success. I was all, always saying like, I'm not trying to be credible. I'm trying to be incredible. Mm -hmm. And, and this was like always my thing is that I don't, I, I don't want to, I don't want to be a, a product of, uh, of, uh, what is being cool or what is, you know, I never, I never cared about any of right, this. Right. Like for me, it doesn't make sense, but I have to say it's always nice. And right now I'm having, you know, like the, one of the biggest record in the world, I'm good. And at the same time, there's this uh, uh, website that collects all the data from all the underground DJs. It's called 1001 Tracklist. And I'm also the most played so you got both. in that world. So this is the first time in my career that makes me immensely happy that in both, you know, worlds, like commercially on the radio and more like in the underground, in, in, the, in the clubs, in the festivals, I'm at the peak. That, that's insane. That's, yeah. that's really unheard Wild. of, you know? And, <laughs> And, but we were talking about future rave and, and that made me uh, together with my friend Morton Shout and, out Morton. And, 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 and we created that new sound and that makes me, I promise you at least as happy as having the biggest pop records because it's just my foundation. It's, it's where my soul is, you know? So, so I'll, I'm always true to my music. But, but to be able to inspire, like you have all those kids that are like 14 years old, 15 years old, that are learning how to produce and trying to make that sound that we created with Morton, that, that makes me super happy. Cause, yeah, because I was going to ask them. 54. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. It's insane. It's, insane. You had, you've, it's like you, you had this crazy peak 
and then whatever you you mentioned like maybe a little bit of a law whatever and then you you peaked even more in 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 your in both worlds yeah it's insane. that's crazy and and but really at the end of the day it's it's, it's like and this is why i'm trying to give give to my kids you know like the only thing you 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 guys know that you know what makes success is uh and then people call it talent is work you work harder than anyone else you're going to be more talented just because you do it more and and to be able to work like no one else you need to do something you love and i think we all quite lucky here because we do something we love and i think like this should be really like the essential of education that come on you need to do something you love you're gonna spend your life working yeah i've been i've been preaching this a little bit i think uh kind of off topic but not really uh i want to make a play at education reform eventually when i climb my second mountain after i you know fulfill my personal goals and achievements i want to contribute and you know uh, uh do acts of service and i think i think education reform and starting with you know the 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 natural or the inherent attraction that kids have to whatever they're used to and then fuel that right like what like Absolutely. what what do kids love to do and how can we maximize their their innate ability at that thing. Yeah, because there's got to be an intersection. It's not only what you love to do, but unfortunately, it has to be what you're good at too. Because you can That's love true. to do That's something, but true. you can be fucking terrible at it. And then what? What kind of you know, you know, mentors are we being by saying like, "Yo, keep going with that. Keep going with that." You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be honest. You, you, gotta be inherent, honest. you, gotta be you honest. have an inherent capability at what at what you do. So the fact that you love it, it's a great intersection, right? Or do you think that if you have that passion, you could de you could develop anything? So if I want to be a basketball player really bad. Of course you're going to have your limitations. Uh, that's what of I'm course asking. you're going to have your limitations, Mike. <laughs> but, you got but, a fucking but, rod in your leg. But, <laughs> but, but really, I, I believe that talent is, is uh, overhyped. You know, yeah. I, I, I think talent is 20%. Yes, it's true. Okay, if you don't have a 20%, then it's going to be hard. Yeah, you know? okay. yeah. But... but 80% is work, work ethic. you know, it's, it's, it's just like, but the, but the craziest part, okay, I don't want to go too deep. <laughs> Me, you should, but okay. All right. Well, you the know, podcast. They, they, there's something else that, 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 you know, I think is, uh, because, okay, there's also the limitation because I am not saying whatever you, you want, you can have it. Like everyone says this, chase your dreams. You know, like, <laughs> like, honestly, I think this is bullshit. <laughs> you know, and 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 it's like, but my point of view is more like, if you want something, give everything you have, and then you'll have no regret. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because then if it doesn't work, it wasn't for you. But at least give everything you have. I think you know a lot of 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 this uh, inspirational videos. Um, they're a little bit dangerous. They're misleading. Well, they also they yeah. oversimplify because exactly because if you say oh, you know like you 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 look at all those videos ah oh, it's easy to be a billionaire just how to make a million a box in a week like come on come on no it's true but but the result of this you know is that. You you gonna look at supermodels all day. You're gonna look at those uh, inspirational uh, 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 videos all day, and 
what's going to happen in your head? You, you, if you an ordinary person, you're going to feel like I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, competent. I'm a loser. I'm. I'm. I. I. I, say, I think we can't have a society where 99% of the people are going to feel like they suck. That's not right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's social media. That's social media. It's, 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 it's unfortunate. A, because also people need to understand that most of what we see on social media is fake. Fake. People sure. are lying. Yeah. People they show, you know, they showing up in a, in a car that is a rental. They <laughs> they they showing a plane that is not theirs. Uh, you know, all those girls you see, they never paid for a plane ticket in their lives. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know. It, it, that life, <laughs> a lot of them are being paid to be that there. life does not exist right, right. people need to know this yeah you know because because i'm i'm so it's two things you know that should not be confused it's is you love something give everything you got to try to make it there because you're gonna have an the possibility to have an amazing life maybe you failed and you do something else you know but always be in the movement. Like this is, you know, I don't always win, but if I see that I'm about to lose, I'm just focusing on something else because I, you know what I mean? Evolution, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. What you're describing is called the ability to pivot. Pivot, yeah, for sure. pivot. change directions if something exactly. doesn't seem as promising as you thought. I had to do it with music, not to relate it back to myself, but no, dude, no, I, had, I love it. I, I had to look myself in the mirror. I yes. had to look myself in the mirror and go, dog, I just don't have I tried so hard. I don't have it. That's not funny, bro. I tried, I tried it. But I learned something about myself. Well, I'm just happy you failed at one fucking thing. Like, no, just no, one. I, I needed something so I could wake up. I tried in the to stream. I tried to stream as <laughs> like well. This guy does everything. I tried days. to stream as well. I try so much stuff. The my favorite saying, I coined it, life is not short, you just gotta do more. I do a lot and I fail a lot, but I find those things I'm randomly literally kind of good at and attack. What's that thing you exactly. say about connecting the dots from like you say you said it to me. It, it was really cool. You can't connect the dots in the future, but you can connect the dots from the like from history. Listen, I'm not talking about board games. Connect the dots is a great game. No, I don't play I that shit a lot. We, we had the Dave and Busters yesterday and you're stuck there. I am come back there. to the Dave and Get a First podcast. First of all, Dave and Busters don't make jokes about it. It was great. Are you kidding me? I have a power card in my wallet at all times. I will never make fun of Dave and Buster's. I got I got oh, 7500 points loaded up. I'm saving up for a drone. All right, just can I can I ask one more question about your what you're <laughs> talking about? Can I say you're speaking Chinese? I have no <laughs> clue what you're talking about. You never been to Dave and Buster's, the arcade? It's named after you. Yeah, <laughs> you know like sometimes like because I'm French as you didn't notice <laughs> Wait, <my> really? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> well, sometimes I'm an American, I'm like the fuck what are these the people talking about? That's a good. That's a good question. Do you, do you hate American people like all the French people? <laughs> okay. Do this, you think we're idiots? Be honest. Do you this, think we're fucking giant is, idiots? This is a myth. Is it really? French people love American people. I don't know why. Okay. First, everyone in America says that we arrogant, and it's not true. The only difference we are not fake. So so yeah, yeah, you know true. the thing is. Honestly, I love the American way, you know, but the first time I was on the elevator and some, someone said, how was your day? I'm like, what do you want from me, motherfucker? <laughs> you know, <laughs> this guy is trying to steal my watch. Yeah, what do you what, want? What, 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 you know, if someone is going to talk to you that you don't know in the elevator, yeah. he's going to steal something from you in French. <laughs> you know, so, so actually what I realized, 
is that this, this way that you guys have, you know, like you go to a shop and say, have a nice day when you go out. They don't care if you're going to have a nice day. <laughs> nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless, it makes the whole day pleasant. Oh. And I love it. So this I've learned from the U.S. But at the first time, I was like, you know, oh, my God, I love your shoes. I was like, what is wrong with this girl? Like, you know, you know. See, the closest thing we have to what you're used to is called New York City. You go to New York City, you get the real, like, you walk past somebody, you bump into them. Hey, how you doing, man? Nah, nah. There ain't no how you doing. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but sometimes <laughs> sometimes if, if someone asks me, it's just me because I'm a punk. If someone's like, hey, how, how you doing? If I'm having a shit day... Yo, I'm gonna tell them how I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one expects that. It's it's supposed to be a pleasantry, right? How you doing? Hey, good. How you doing? Yeah. I also can I try? Oh, please, here we go. Please try some prime. Uh, uh, are you wait? Do you like lemon lime as a flavor? I wanna I wanna give you a flavor that you're more inclined. I, 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 Blue raspberry. I, I feel I feel like you're scared of me trying this one. I, they're all fantastic. <laughs> I just wanna. Did I pick the wrong? Give one? a more favorable. <laughs> I love lemon lime. It's my sports drink. I love it. <laughs> I thought you said you weren't fake, bro. You didn't even let that shit go down your throat. You got Thanks, enough man. of it. No, Thanks, it you got enough of it. I would say it's I, good. I used I used that one uh, for my workouts. It's, that's the most refreshing to me. I feel. Can can we stick oh. with French people for a second? So, my yeah. girlfriend's so, French. I, I, she's I, from Evian. I probably didn't say. You that. Fuck. Yeah, See, that's young, and yeah. I want to touch on exactly what just happened. Right. My there. girlfriend. Don't no, not at all. I feel like <laughs> French people are are very. They, they are very in touch and in tune with their, their history and culture. And so when I go to Saint-Tropez and I order a Coca-Cola and they look at me like they want to behead me. Like, we don't have your shit American fucking beverage. This here. is in your head. It is. Okay. Every French right, people right. drinks okay. Coca-Cola. Okay. Like, she didn't seem very happy with me. They yeah. just didn't. They brought me out a tray of lettuce and tomatoes and radishes. To eat, but no Coca Cola. Okay, all right. They hated it. It okay. seemed. Like. No, I thought you no. guys were the state of love. Where the fuck's the love in this situation? <laughs> no, 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 no. We okay. No, okay. So pump the brakes. Yes, there is a little more culture in in, in our country sure. because our country is so old. Older. That's yeah. the that's the reason. Yeah. And and um. And yes, we can look as arrogant, but I promise you, it's not that. It's it's just. It's just that we're not used to speak nicely to people we don't know. Mm. So uh, American people very often think that we are assholes, <laughs> but it's it's just a matter of culture. Like if I go to, let's say, Russia or or or, or even Sweden and this kind of countries, they're even uh, less inclined to speak to people they don't know they have their space if you come closer and say what's up bro you hug someone <laughs> it's gonna be like are you crazy <laughs> like you know and and this this is all cultural i remember one time having a a, a meeting with uh jimmy Iveen when he was doing an interscope and and he was uh 
we were talking about beats uh, and and I was doing I got a feeling and I brought my my ex-wife my at the time we were married I I I brought her to the meeting and in France when you meet someone you give two you kisses. Kisses. yeah for sure so you <laughs> were this huge music executive legend you know the biggest uh, the biggest yeah. the biggest uh, created beats with Dr Dre all of this and she comes and try to kiss him to say hi And he got scared. <laughs> you know, like, really? Like, he went back two steps. Like, what? Yeah. Like, you know, because it, so I think a lot is cultural. Cultural misunderstanding or, or differences. I'm surprised Jimmy Iovine didn't know that was French culture. Maybe I, he just I, wasn't expecting that's, that's it. Like, that's, like, that's like pretty heavy European culture. Yeah. I will say, though, and not to diss on European culture, the the, ki the kissing is, is tough for, for me. That's that's a tough one to swallow. I don't, I don't know you. Why, why are you kissing my cheeks? No, I'm not gonna kiss your cheeks. Wow. Listen, really? listen, I, I totally understand that. Don't go to the Middle East. They do it for a bit. No, stop. I There's swear, no bro. Way. I'm not even joking. That, that many. The longer, the more respect they have for you. Well, it's, well, what's it's the you. max? What's the max time? Oh, you don't want to go there. <laughs> no, but, but you know, you know, like there was a moment that it was full kisses, and you would go to school. Imagine 30 kids <laughs> in oh each class. <laughs> you mean like? Oh my God! Like, like me, I would try to skip it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like you. Yeah. I don't really like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you do But it when you leave too. I, honestly, do, yeah, yeah. So imagine how much time this is. That's a lot of kissing. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. I, of, I go yeah, from that's, parties. That's, that's so, so I love the, the, you know, the way you guys do it. Like when you like someone, you you do yeah, a, give a me, yeah. quick hug. That, yeah. that's really cool. I love this. No, we we have a lot to to learn from each other, of course. But Coca Cola. <laughs> we we drink <laughs> and still smoke in but, the restaurants. Cigarettes. Oh no, that that's I don't know if if that's a good. Oh, well, thing, well, that club is outside. You know, everyone smokes in France. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. It's it's like you know when you when you see one of those movies that about the sixties and you see that everyone was smoking all the time. It's it sounds completely it, crazy. You know now. Yeah, we still we're like still there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so qu question because. To me, that seems a little backwards. It's like the rest of the world has caught on that smoking is factually, unequivocally horrible for you and, and, and can contribute majorly to lung cancer. And yet, you know, a lot of European countries are still doing it. But then in the other regard, European countries lead the way in so many regards. Fashion is one of them. Music is another. Why is it that I feel like culture-based stuff tends to influence the U U the U.S. a little bit after it hit Europe. That was a loaded question. Um, <laughs> Fashion and health combined. <laughs> no, it's it's. I don't, I don't know. It's, it, seems, it seems like backwards. I'm, I'm, I'm no, but it's funny. But it's, it's a cigarette, bro. They like it. No, but it, right. But, but like you know, it's it, bad for you. No, but so know. is McDonald's, and that's all we eat here. So Thank it's, you. So it's fucked Thank up. You. It's fucked up. It's like so is alcohol, and that's all. We, you know what I'm saying? So what it's talking like, about. They figured. Out <laughs> I, mean, I don't eat McDonald's. No, I know, but we all in America. It's a. We, no, but, we're all fat and obese. They don't, I, have, they don't I, have a... I think uh, there's something about, uh, you know, for us, it's like, we love the cafes, you know, let's, uh, you know, have a glass of red wine, smoke a cigarette. This is how I, like, picture a French person. Like, the glass of wine here, sitting like this, super tight in the legs, and the, and the cigarette in this hand, and going... Oh. 
See, this is why we're and not allowed to Paris. Do I look no, like see, this? this is why we're not allowed to Paris. Do I look like Paris, this right now? If you guys want to cancel Logan, there's two polls here. No, it's not about being canceled. I, I, I love France. I want to be able to go there and not have people look at me like I think everybody goes, oh. Well, first of you all, they're saying? already going to have a problem with you as soon as you pull up. I'm, so, I'm way too loud for France. I, I, I'm way too I loud think, for France. I think also American people see us as, as too feminine as men. Uh, I'm, a little bit. I'm, I'm, a little. I don't know about that. I know no. you guys make incredible. Well, I know but, you guys but, make look, incredible because, look, lovers. When he was like, when he was like <laughs> doing a French guy, he was like this. No, no, but to that me, was, that to wasn't me, looking very manly. No, no, no. To me, that that that's that's like class and sophistication. Like when I like, I don't know. I this this to me seems like you're about to do a fucking deal or tell that me that someone's about to get killed. Okay. I mean, I would say France is like so. the classiest, probably the classiest country, right? Uh, I mean, at least when it comes to love and romance. Yeah, yeah, we. I think we're good with that. Yeah, we highly respect respect France. I was just kind of picking your brain on it, to be honest with you. But really, there is an idea from American that we don't like them, and it's not true. We love America, and all the kids are Americanized to the max. Right, right, mm. to the max. Like and, English classes growing up. Or or no? No, but not only that. It's it's you know it's uh music. it's all the the music has a huge influence, obviously, and the cinema and uh, that's the reality. You know, like like French hip hop is huge, like massive. I've heard, massive, I've heard some massive, incredible. And the only thing that I have to say about it, it's sometimes it's a little bit too. American influence, you mm. know, like if you look at UK drill, you know, I love it because it's, it's just so different. You know, I spent I spent a lot of time in, in living in London and um, they have their own identity. Um, I think what's funny, like if you compare like you like hip hop, so we can yeah, speak New, about New that. York drill, the UK you know, drill, uh, you know, like or Chicago, like in, in, in France. What's interesting is. Hey, there's something there's a combination of ghetto and glamour like in france if you ghetto you ghetto mm -hmm. you're not you, we don't have that glamorous you know if you see like hip-hop videos you're gonna see some kids in the hoods that are wearing like chains no, oh, no, no 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 in france no no gold no nothing like like no you're from the ghetto you sure, know sure, sure. so and it's it, it, you, you this is something that that is very that's the, the that's the difference but musically we are so under American influence. Absolutely. I mean, there's nothing better than America when it comes to entertainment. That, that's just facts. We're good at that. That's facts. Is yeah. it because we're Americans, idiots? they, they I, I think there's less culture, but they're the best at entertaining and making money. See, it depends on what your definition of culture is, right? It's like, it's like I made this broad statement. I actually texted you about it on Twitter one day, and I said, yo, like, say what you want about American culture, but as far as a lot of verticals are concerned, we've been leading that fucking space for 50 years now. You're right. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but true more, culture I'm, is I'm more talking about, now you're talking about entertainment. Sure, yep. So, but it's true. Probably today, hip-hop culture is the biggest culture right now. on the planet. Right now. Yeah, it's, it, it is true. But, like, how much... History people have about that, even about hip hop. How much do they know about not enough, you know not soul, about funk, about you Run know DMC, uh, uh, even early hip hop? Yep, yep. They probably don't know. 
Like all that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's a lot of living today, right now, what's hot today, what's hot right now, where are we going? But, you know, we, and it's, it's because maybe of the history of Europe, we always study the past. That's new, that's new in America. That shit, that's the shit that I actively try to fight against. That's social media shit. That, that just started in the past 10 years, call it. Because if you go back to the early 2000s here in America, Jay, Nas, 50, all those guys paid respect to the greats absolutely, that built the fucking way. Absolutely. Now this new shit, this, this TikTokification, whoever's hot today, fuck everybody that came before them. Like, like, dude, you ask a kid out there on the streets right now who's a, who considers themselves a hip-hop head to list a top 10, it's Yachty, who, like all these people that are hot right now. How dare you? And, and, and no, 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 no disrespect to Lil Boat, I got No you. disrespect to Lil Boat He's at great. all. But I'm saying when I think of top 10, my shit spans the entire fucking realm of hip hop from the from the but, 80s all the way but. to today. And including K Dog, you know, Kendrick, who just spent 10 years on the Billboard 200 with one album. Good Kid Mad, Set, Mad City was, was on Billboard 200 for 10 fucking yeah. years. Yeah. So does he deserve his spot in the, in the top 10 of all time? Absolutely. But I will always pay respect to the greats. And, I, and, and it leads me kind of into a question I wanted to ask you about the progression of dance music. You have spanned such a long, fruitful yeah. history in yeah. the dance realm. And I want to ask you about the progression of dance through EDM and dubstep and all of these things. How much of your uh, uh, versatility and your and your ability to evolve your music was based on what the industry was showing you vers versus you leading it with what you were truly inspired to do? Great question, man! You're killing it. He's good. This guy's question. good. No, Damn. He's, he's on today. Okay, okay. Um, it's it's actually an amazing uh, uh, question because, okay, first I want to say dance music. You know, people think dance music they think like whatever like house edm the reality is that people are always going to dance you know i was a dj before house music existed i was uh, you know i started i was playing disco i was playing funk i was playing soul and it was called dance music you know? and then you know uh, later you know they, 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 there was house and then uh, there was electro and then there was uh, techno and there was uh, edm whatever so I'm more specialized on the four on the floor, which is, let's say, was what was called disco in the 70s, and there's been a lot of evolution of it. Um, so you're right. There was this moment that what was hot was, you know, uh, more like dubstep or, you know, and, and this was very American. You know, when I was talking about a moment that I was not that hot, it was that moment. That time. Mm. Because, you know, I can do reggae. I can do a rock record. I can do a hip-hop record, you know. I've, I've done hip-hop records. But it's not me. I Because I'm a producer, I understand music enough to be able to do it. But then to be excellent, it, it has to come from your core. Mm. And I can do anything, but I'm... I'm better in a certain style. Let's say I'm excellent in a certain style. I'm just okay in other styles. So those moments that 
you're having a moment that the trend is not in your favor, you know, but those moments are hard and, and you have to survive. And this is how I had this conversation with uh, some DJs. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna name, but you know, like, cause you know, I've been, I've been hot for so long that every time there's a new hot kid, it needs to kind of say, I'm better than you. Because it's like you want to kill your father. You know, it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? A student it's, passes the mentor. You, you know, so. Who wants so, to kill their father? Don't shut up. So, you know what he means. <laughs> no, but I mean, to be, he knows to, what you means. He's being a smart ass. Well, I've really never heard of this. It's kind of like, French you know, you want to kill your father. Uh, like, you are, at some point, you want to be better than your yes, father. Yes, you never. Love, I love my dad. You love, no, of Not course. Not what you said on the show. But I, 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 every, every teenager at some point wants to feel like, I'm gonna be even better than my dad that I admire and love so much. You know, this is, and it should be like this, you know? Um, but but what I'm, what I'm saying is that, I, you know, it, this happened to me so many times that I, I see it coming and I see it with love and, and compassion, you know? And, and usually they pass, by the I was, way. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I can only imagine what his face looks like. You know? When they come up and they're like, yo, did you hear my track? And he's like, yeah, man, yeah, I heard it. Yeah, right. yeah congrats. No, talk and to me, I love talk it. in two years. And, right? and, and, and I love it. And honestly, I always surround myself with young producers. For sure. For sure. Because I have so much to learn from kids, always. But what I want to say. Cool, buddy. No, but it's true. It's true. I know. Uh, uh, but, but what I want to say is, you know, those moments that were not favorable to me because uh, the trend was a little bit like, different from what I'm the best at, I would just try to survive. And Weather would, the storm. I, you know, and, yeah. and you know, sometimes, like right now, dance music is coming back very strong, you know, probably because of COVID and the crisis and all this. People just want to have yeah. a good time, party, forget about everything. They're not necessarily uh, so much in that emo, uh, weird, dark stuff, you know, and just want to have a good time. And then, that is favorable to me. Then I can shine to, you know, and sometimes the moment is not favorable to me where I have to just adapt and, you know, but if you look at, I don't know, like James Brown, you know, he was the king of soul, but he had to make disco at some point. It's not his best album, the disco album, but it's, he's still, James Brown. It was still good, but it's not what he's doing. What he's doing the best. So, I think you know, it's what we were saying. Always, you always need to be to adapt yes. to the situation. Uh, you can't be so full of yourself that you're gonna say this is the way and that's it. No, you want to always be able to learn to be part of uh, of society, and sometimes you need to follow. But when it's your time to lead, you should not be scared. Then you lead, you know? And the best moment, of course, is always going to be when you lead. Yeah. Right, right. This is, I mean, Go ahead. I was just going to say, that's, yep. that's, that's veteran advice. It and and it, it, it's something you can say confidently now that you've seen the landscape and you've, you've, you've weathered the storm, as, as he put it. And it's funny because in my, our realm, I, technically, I'm a vet now of yeah, social OG. media. How crazy is this? I'm a vet OG, now, bro. Man. Like, I, like I, I, kids, young kids nowadays uh, that started watching me on Vine rem remind me that I've been doing this for nine years, and I see the kids coming up super fast, and I and I just 
I, I pray that they make the right decisions in their journey so they can have a long and fruitful career because this is a marathon, not a sprint. Some kids, they, they see that quick rise of fame. They see those numbers and they start frothing at the mouth because they're so excited that they, 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 they found success so fast. But it's not about that. It's about maintaining it for a really long time. Longevity is the name of the game. Yeah. Baby. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and love for what you do. Mm. Because that's, that's what gives you longevity. And, and I think, you know, uh, what's very interesting, at least in music, I don't, know in, in, I don't know your world enough, but if I look at, it doesn't matter if it's rock or hip-hop or dance music, the people that are, that are selling tickets are the people that are carrying a culture. And carrying a culture is stronger than having hits. Because you, you have some artists, they have so many hits, but they won't be able to ever sell an arena. Because one time they do this, one time they do that. They don't, they don't stand for anything. So, you know, of course you need to adapt, but you have to stand for something. For sure. And, and I think, you know, um, this, this is really important because it not only it makes you happy, but it also, people connect to that. Authenticity. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and culture. Yep. Culture. I think what makes hip hop so strong, and for me it's easier to speak about something that is not me because I look at from, I, I don't, I don't, it doesn't look like I'm speaking about myself, but the artists that are carrying a culture, they stay. They, you know, they, they, when they tour, maybe they're not in a, in, in a global top 10, but when they tour, they, they, they pack the, 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 the venues, you yeah. know? And, and, um, and I think this is what matters. And, and in, in my case, you know, I always, you know, fought for, for dance music culture, for, for our music to be respected as well as rock was or hip hop was. And, um, and not look at it only on a pop point of view because, uh, you know, uh, we look at it, I'm good. Okay, it's amazing. It's fantastic. I'm having pop success. But like I said, Future Wave is as important to me as this. Why? Because it, 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 it has a huge influence on the culture. I'm good is starting to have a huge influence on the culture because I see more and more people are going to, sample this type of uh, era etc but 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 that's that's what matters to me it is really have an impact on 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 culture and this is what sells tickets so even if if it's real from the heart for yourself you need to have a certain authenticity but also people are not stupid they right, feel right. it well, the, uh, we need more of this way of thinking because as much as you say people aren't stupid, like you're just starting to see a lot of commercial success nowadays. Are you that is, people that are is, stupid? Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. As he's sitting like that, I love it. Not, my, <laughs> I just want to know. But listen, but listen, not, I'm not saying people are stupid, but but unfortunately, like no, I agree, I the agree. way the way <laughs> the world is moving is is more and more devoid of the culture. Right. And, and, and that's been happening for some time. The hip hop example has always been Jada Kiss. In our world, in the hip hop world, Jada Kiss 
was always top five dead or alive. He control he controlled a lot. The locks and Jada Kiss controlled a lot of the New York City hip hop scene. They were like the most culturally loved trio of the of the late nineties, early two thousands. Never found commercial success, but everybody on the streets knew that Jada Kiss was the fucking guy. And I feel like that 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 example exists in all of these different spaces. But I have a question. Yeah, yeah. So this artist was he selling tickets? No, yeah, he yeah, was. yeah. You know, honestly, it, because me as an artist, what matters to me? Can I get on stage and perform to a good audience and a packed room? See the equivalent. The rest, I don't care. Right, but the equivalent to that for him was like if you went to a street corner where people were selling crack in New York and his song was playing. Oh yeah. So that's like that was like his equivalent. So it's not like a direct equivalency. But where all I was getting at with that was just like I love that that is your forward thinking approach with the way you do things because I'm telling you, dude, that shit is just lacking, especially with social media leading the charge. Everything that is done in this space now is about numbers. You ask a kid who their favorite creator is, whoever the fuck is getting the most views that that week. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's not, it's not always based in substance. It's not always based in art. It's not always based in creativity. It's who can put the most Zorbies into their pool? Who can, who can, who can, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I'm sorry, dude. I've been saying it for a long time on a lot of different shows. The culture's whack, bro. The culture's no, trash I, right I, now. I think it, it comes, it comes, there's positives and negatives. There's positives and negatives. I, I, for sure. I, that's what I believe. I think, for sure. like, for example, with music, I think there might not be that many DJs that are making it big. But now people that are DJs can make a living. You know, I think that's cool that they could go on the stream and get donations. But I have to ask you a question for the producer hats. What was your first DAW you ever produced on? Um, actually, I started on Ableton. And that's still what I'm using, Ableton Live. At some point, okay, uh, I, I loved, uh, we became very friends with all the kids from uh, Swedish House Mafia. They were kids at the time, <laughs> me too. and and um and I was like, oh my god, you guys sound so amazing, you know. And they they were using Logic, so I I had this moment, very stupid moment that I thought their music is good because they're using Logic, <laughs> <laughs> so I needed to learn Logic, you know. Um, Are you back to Ableton now? And I'm back to yeah. Ableton. Ableton is sick. Very uh, yeah. well-rounded. This is like our version of like Final Cut versus uh, yeah, Premiere. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. same. It's like the same conversation. I, I, oh, by the way, you guys, I'm interested by by you guys do your edits. So the the answer is if you're doing your job correctly, no. If you're not good at optimizing, and you feel oh, like you have to have some sort of creative second. control, yeah, some some creators will do their own edit. But as as a as a business person who's trying to optimize their time, typically you should not yeah. be doing your own edits. But like some but creators like like Mike, I think probably even Emma Chamberlain too, are like super hands-on and there's a lot of merit and respect in that. But for a lot of other creators, it's important to be able to use your time doing other things and building the rest of your empire versus sitting there making cuts. And but also, also yeah. if you hire the right editor, the right editor... They have Better, so much more sure, talent than sure. any of us Absolutely. have when it comes to editing. They, that's an art in itself. Yep. Like okay. edit, editing is underrated. What a profession. Yep. The good, the best editors on YouTube are like some of the best videos on YouTube are because of the editors. Shout out Hayden. <laughs> Shout out Hayden. We love Shout you. Shout out Reed. Well, well, I, I I love I love what you're saying because you know, we're talking about longevity. I think 
probably one of the secrets of my longevity is that I have no ego. If anyone is better than me at anything, is <laughs> welcome on my Step record. Step up to the plate. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that is the answer. That's that's fantastic. Ego is the death of man. Mm. When you can Absolutely. when you can operate it's without without worst. that, dude, oh my it's gosh. the worst. Take it's that shit behind worst. the bar and shoot your. It's the ego. worst. It's ego killed so many careers, and 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 uh, yeah. Every time you know we're talking about like when I see younger generation, all of this, I love it. I embrace all of them. I I go on TikTok. I go on Instagram, and I follow producers showing what they seriously and they're like they're like 16 years old yeah. 18 years old and and sometimes i reach out to them because i see usually they don't know how to finish the record they don't know how to make it a hit but sometimes they have amazing ideas and i'm like come work with me you so know cool man i love oh, that cool. because but, but it's true because this is the way to win if you think the problem with talented people is they know they're talented. Mm. And because they know they're talented, they develop an ego. And once the ego is controlling your life, you're going to lose. That's guaranteed. Guaranteed. I, th I think also what you just said, empowering the younger generation with all the knowledge that you have. Exactly. You just said this on the Shawn Michaels episode. Like, like when you have a great like yourself or, or in the WWE, Shawn Michaels, this guy we just had on, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, who's now coaching the up-and-comers, I think that's invaluable. Like, your legacy can continue to last on and influence the next wave of, 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 of art. Yeah, it's, amazing. It's so, I, I did have a tactical note uh, or a question for you. I'm curious what you think your best strength is in the studio. Is it, is it your melodies? Is it your songwriting ability? Is it your ability to put the right people in the right room? You're, you're connecting. What is it? So, so um, it's, it's funny. We had this, um, this conversation, uh, this, the conversation we had it many, many times with um, uh, the most talented musicians, the most talented songwriters. And because I was not, um, how do you say, um, I didn't grow up with classical music. I was not classically trained. I always have a little bit of a complex of, uh, you know, like I feel I have this, uh, uh, how do you call it, imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jo <laughs> join the club, man. <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing here? None of us are supposed <laughs> to be How did we get here, man? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I told you. I thought every morning someone was going <laughs> to, yeah. every morning I was waking up, they're going to knock the door and, and tell me to give back everything. <laughs> yeah. That was a mistake, you yeah. know? So, so. I have this many times and we're having the conversations about talent and uh you know i'm like oh man i wish i could play the piano like you and mm. you know all these guys that are so amazing with words when we write songs and and you know and i was like i really i suck compared to you i feel guilty that you know i'm more successful than you I, and i'm saying it i'm honest and this is really coming from my heart and um and they're telling me, but you have the ultimate talent because you can hear what people want to hear. Mm. And, and, you know, and I don't know how to explain because I can play a little bit. I can produce. I can mix. I can do it all. But I'm always able to find someone that is better at doing this. There's one thing that I cannot have someone 
do instead of me or fin it's like when we create the original idea what is the vision what are we trying to express and sometimes you have people that they're so good that they can do absolutely anything but then they don't know what to play mm. you know and sometimes i feel very um guilty because you know i would use an uh, uh like a uh, orchestra um classical music you know and sometimes i want to have like live strings and I, i i i take it like a huge you know orchestra to play some parts uh to put together with electronic music and you would have these people that to master this way of playing the violin It's, it's insane that like people have no idea the sacrifices it take and they getting a very small salary and no one will ever know will will ever know their face they they're not going for fame they're not going for money they're not any of this they just want to master one thing and i was really honestly feeling guilty about this and i had conversation with some of those people but they would tell me about If you put me on the on my violin or a piano and tell me write a song, I would never be able to do it. And it's it's just a different talent. Me, I'm good at creating. That's my best thing. And it's like I'm sure you can edit, you know, but you know what what you're good at is creating concepts, ways of communicating, you know, like thought versus execution. It's like exactly. those 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 violinists exactly. are executors exactly. at the at the high operators at the e highest level. Exactly. And to exactly. be a creator, to truly be a creator, you have to be a conceptor first, and, a and think tank. Exactly. Right? And I think being an artist, really, at the end of the day, I'm trying to say this when I when I work with like younger producers, um, and I'm I'm telling like, okay, it sounds incredible your kick bass is is wow you know but you just sound like me or you just sound like uh, Swedish hot mafia uh, or you just so if you then you're just a technician yeah you're, do you're, you're you emulating something to say that have not been said do you have a, a way to see the world that is original that that is what makes you an artist it's it's that's you're describe, describing artistry it's that magic indescribable thing that i mean for you what if i had to describe it sounds like you just got the ear you got the yeah, ear for for, for for culture taste curation which it which is the uh that's it that's that that could be you know talent's great hard work is great but that could be that could be the thing that no the one else has that differs you from everyone else in, in all fields too steve jobs was very much on that vibe as well There's all fields have that. Right. Oh, yeah, it's called right. the back master. master. Yeah, yeah. master. They have a they have a vision and they go, hey, I need you, 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 and you to put it together. Elon, a lot You're of a visionary, yeah. my friend. Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> this has been a music. This has been a music heavy episode, which culturally, as we talked about earlier, is incredible. But I do want to ask you some like I, he hates superlatives, but I want to ask you some questions because there's two parts to being a globally renowned superstar DJ. One is the music. The other is the scene that that music exists Yeah, yeah, on. I'm glad you're going And here. so I want to like talk <laughs> to you really quick because right now you exist in two worlds, one being Miami, the other being Ibiza. Ibiza. I, well, let's talk about that. That could, it's a whole separate conversation. Ibiza, Ibiza, Ibiza. Um, Ibiza. What is the, say it again. 
That was George. Oh, <laughs> how, how would you say it? Uh, Ibiza. Okay, perfect. That's how. I, that's how I would say so it. So normal, bro. Because <laughs> you, because you know, <laughs> that was so normal. Because you know, in the UK, how they say Ibiza, Ibiza, Ibiza. or or Ibiza. Like it depends oh, okay. on who you ask. Right? Are you talking to drunk people there? Oh, no, that's stop. what they say. So, so my question to you is: is first of all, since you've existed in all these different places, what is the craziest party city on the fucking planet? Dude? It is Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> Seems pretty easy to answer. You well, know, well, I have a question because yeah. don't you have a house, a place there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how do you survive? <laughs> well, you know, um, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit different, like. Uh, Okay, first I don't do drugs, so that helps. So that helps a lot because <laughs> you're the only person on that island that does that. <laughs> well, yeah, you probably you're one right. of the only. <laughs> if you go to Ushuaia uh, on a whatever, what's your night there? Uh, Monday. If you go there on a Monday night, <laughs> I assure you that 95 percent of the people in that room are either on two C K or Molly. But but. <laughs> No, that's in the VIP. But, <laughs> <laughs> but some people just have a drink. I promise right, you. Right, right, right. But but no, I don't because I. This is you making. I don't want people to be scared to of to, course to, yeah. to go to Ibiza. Sure, Honestly, sure. it's not that bad. Um, and it's just me. It was, you know, like everyone goes out for different reasons. Um. And when I was a kid, like I, 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 a teenager, I would go out and all my friends, they wanted to, you know, they were going out, they want to pick up some girls. I didn't care. And, you know, other ones, they would just get completely crazy drunk uh, uh, at the bar. I didn't care either. I, I just, I was just obsessed with the DJ, listening to the music. So everyone goes for something they, they into. And, um, well, I don't disagree about what you're saying because, uh, because you know, the party is like uh, very wild and everything. But at the same time, why do I love Ibiza so much? Well, because most people are there for the music and understand it. So I'm having an incredible time in Vegas. I, I play for Win. Uh, the, the pool party is insane. EBC. And, and, and yeah. Yep. And, and yeah, people, they go hard. You know, and more with alcohol, and sure, sure, and sure. and it's and it's fun, and it's, it's, I think it's the sexiest pool party on the planet. It's insane to have ten thousand people in a bikini. That's where do you? Yeah, this is crazy. Right, you right, know, right. and uh, or, or like sometimes I see the pool, pool of people. I mean, this is crazy. You know, um, do you ever see the lifeguard? Not to take you off track. Oh my god, is this? It is the funniest thing no, ever. But bro. did you see the lifeguard? Because this this girl, oh yes, my, yes, she's yes, so yes, hot. Yes, Wait, yes, really? Crazy. Yes, crazy. This is one notorious. Like, she is crazy. so hot. Oh my exactly god! Okay, if you're listening to me, I was never brave enough to speak to you. <laughs> you're the hottest club. Oh, you're the yeah. hottest girl of the club. <laughs> Yo, you need to do uh, what? Uh, uh, he did she, the slander. She's Sandlot. gonna get this. He this? gotta go fake drown in the pool. That's what I was gonna say. CPR from the hot. No, he doesn't. David Haddon, if you're watching this right now, Jasmine. You know who he's talking about. Make it fucking happen. Hold on. That, no, no, no. That's that's boring. You're telling me <laughs> David got to take it a swan dive in the midst of his performance, faking, faking drowning just to get resuscitated. I like that plan much better, David. Well, okay. Anyway. <laughs> you were good at pivoting there, buddy. <laughs> that's funny. Have you but, ever had um, a situation where a girl fucked up your set? 
I want to hear more about Ibiza. One time, one time, that was really crazy. (laughs) One time, um, I was I was uh, playing uh, a concert, and a girl came during the day. Went under the stage when they were doing the construction, and wait the entire day, which means (laughs) she probably had to pee on the floor, whatever. (laughs) That's something very sexy. But she was really, really driven, waiting, waited the entire day, and just like jumped on me on stage uh, to to kiss me, and um, I felt bad because you know security grabbed her like a really it was like a rugby match. It was really oh bad. my god, yeah. Oh, they but I was like, I, I I felt really bad. I felt really <laughs> bad because I mean, wow, you know, it was the impressive. De- the dedication. Exactly. Only to be met with four six foot seven, two hundred and eighty pound security. But it's but but it's Damn. but it's Damn, but it's, you, you almost kissed David Geta. <laughs> what, what if you it almost was the, got it? What if it was the lifeguard that hit under there for the whole time? That popped out. What would you do then? Then I would have fight the security. <laughs> <laughs> but it's slightly like acceptable and like representative of like the festival and and dance community. It's a it's a circus. I yeah. mean, it's a wild that de- you yeah. you know better than. And anybody. I it's love a, the circus. Sure, you do. I love the circus. It has <laughs> to be because you're sober though. Because I I I no. He said no drugs. No, I know. I'm saying it has, not, it has to no be no. But you don't no drinks either. He drinks prime. I only drink prime. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every time someone does that, it gets clipped and put on TikTok. Right? <laughs> but no, I'm, I, I get I get fearful. I can only last so long in in places like that. Probably because I'm not sober. But I, I'd have to imagine that be, your lifestyle, you have to maintain sobriety. No, honestly, I, 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 it sounds a little bit crazy, but I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't smoke. I eat healthy. I, I'm nothing like uh, what you could imagine uh, of a DJ. Yeah, <laughs> But you're hearing more and more of that, I feel like, in the DJ. Sp- I, I feel like sobriety is becoming because, like... Because, you, you know, um, also, you, there's like, there are two types of DJs. Uh, there are the lifestyle DJs. And they are um, people that are more DJs because of music, and um, and you know I'm I'm since I was a teenager I'm in because of the music, and you you, you like I said you know some people go out for some different reasons they go look for different things, and um, and DJs it's the same you have DJs that are very uh, trendy because you would hear the conversation and they would say oh my god it was crazy yesterday you know uh, oh you can hear that you can you can feel like it could it took uh, ketamine at this moment of the time because yeah. the music went there like me ah this is chinese to me like uh you know i i i don't my music i love playing for people on drugs <laughs> because <laughs> because they follow me yeah, yeah, everywhere yeah. and i can take them on a journey and i love it you know but personally that's not what i do you know uh the same way I know that actually people that take a lot of drugs, usually they're like other DJs better. The people that drink like me because I'm more like happy, you know, positive, uh. Uh, feel good, you know. So you would have a lot of people ordering bottles when I play For because sure. it's it's a party. You know, it's like a, it, it, it gives a, 
a, a, a sense of celebration of life. Uh, sure. Uh. That's why the clubs love you because you probably sell out every fucking VIP every exactly. time. Because you look at some of these other, I mean, I know exactly what DJs are talking about that play for people in K-holes. I know exactly who you're, it's definitely not fucking you, bro. But I, I want to ask you, like, on that note, what does your booth look like? Because I look at, like, Drew and Alex, for example, Chain Smokers or, or you know, Diplo. The booths are always packed because they interact and rip shots with the fucking people in the booth and everybody kind of ha- turns up together. But since you don't do that and act more as a guide for the people in the crowd, is your booth, do you generally have a bunch of people in there with oh, you? Like- I, I, I love that too. I have, actually, it's interesting. We're talking about Ibiza. I have two shows. So there's a, there's a one, one show that is called Fuck Me, I'm Famous. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that is more like a, you know, a very sexy, lo- lots of, uh, like, ha- have this girl that is uh, uh, super sexy and she's uh, um, flying in the air, carried by balloons. You know, a lot of uh, uh, amazing dancers. And I, I and I play sexy music, you know. That is more like production, a show, I'm alone on stage. And then we have Future Rave, and that is why Dirty. Dirty. Exactly. Yeah, this that. is a little bit darker. This is a party. I have like probably, I don't know, 50 to 100 girls on stage with me. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a party. Everyone is dancing. Everyone is drinking. But, you know, it's not like I cannot connect with someone that is drinking. You know, it, it's just that I'm, I'm not doing it. I mean, I, I take a drink from time to time. Sure, it sure. happens. But it, it's not like it's, it's not my motivation. I don't need to drink to be able to DJ. I started like this when when I was uh, when I had my first uh, professional job in a club. I was seventeen, and uh, I was drinking gin jet vodka tonic. Seriously? I remember. Imagine like one drink, you're like, Wah! you know, and and I started to have this habit. And of course, you know, anytime you 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 challenge you, you, yourself, it makes you nervous. Nerves, yep. Mm-hmm. And and of course, we all know that. Alcohol, liquid courage. It, it's exactly. Yeah. So I started to realize that every time I was playing, which was six days a week, I was taking three of those drinks. So I was like, I am becoming an alcoholic. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's happening. And right, I'm sure. only 17. Sure, so one, one day when I was like 18, I think, I... I Completely stopped it and never started again. It just doesn't seem sustainable for for for. It's impossible. I would yeah, never yeah, be yeah, there. Yeah. But can you imagine? Nah, I've uh-uh. been doing this uh, my entire life. I would be like, uh, I would look like twenty years. Yeah, I mean, even older. you look at some of the biggest, even promoters who aren't on stage as often as he is. <laughs> you look at Purple here in Miami. You look at John Schwartz in yeah. New York. They you don't know, not that not that either of them are promoters. They've obviously grew out of that, but even their time promoting, they're all sober. They ha- you have to. Be. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel same as you. They'll do the occasional. I, I think, right? Not John. Not John. I, I don't know about Pert, but I, f- I would feel completely remiss if we didn't take a second to appreciate and talk about Morton. How how has it been talking about building this next wave of 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 talent, uh, working alongside Morton, having such a hands on approach with him, someone who is really crushing it on the cultural side, and now starting to see uh, you know that commercial success. How how's that been? What. First, what's what's really incredible is the way we met. So I was uh, I was training at Equinox in Los Angeles, and I see a beast, monster, a monster. I'm like, oh my god, 
fuck? Who is this? This is crazy. But to a point that I went to speak to him, like, wow, man, it's impressive how you train. And he was so shy and so impressed that David Geller would go speak uh, to him that he never mentioned that he was a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I just forgot to tell you. <laughs> exactly. So we spoke about training. We spoke like, and then one day I'm playing Tomorrowland and I see the guy on stage behind <laughs> no me. No way. <laughs> and, and it's <laughs> it's in Belgium. And I'm like, wait, what are you doing here? I don't <laughs> understand. And he's like, well, I was too shy to tell you, but I'm a DJ too. Aww. And that's so cute. Yeah, that's that's humble cute, as right? fuck. That's it's so very cute. cute. And, and we became like really good friends. And it was never the idea to work together, you know, and uh, it was more like we had a lot of those discussions about he was a little bit like social media obsessed. And I was like, Look, it's not about social media. It's about music. Just mm. focus on. So we, I was like trying to, as a friend, you know, uh, uh, tell him uh, a little bit like the way I look at it. And he would always spend uh, the summer with me in Ibiza. We're like really good friends. And, uh, you know, he would like play me his records. And I was like, man, it's okay. You know, he was trying to find himself. And then one day he came with this uh, idea. I'm like, wow, this is this is really special. And I said, if you if you want, I can like write a proper song on the top of this, help you make this bigger, because I believe that this we can turn into something massive. And instead of just having one club record, we can make it a, a movement. And he's like, really? You think so? Like, you know? And uh, and we did. And from that time, you know, um, we started to make music. And I, I told you where where I was psychologically. I was more like a little bit like getting on stage and not being so excited about what I was playing because I had the choice between, you know, uh, playing all my hits and killing it, but how many times can I enjoy playing the original version of Titanium? You know, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, Before yeah. you want to yeah. fucking blow your yeah. <laughs> You know, and, 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 and then... Titanium just rod. Overlash, you just start like, please make it stop, dude. You're the one and, playing it. <laughs> and then... And then, you know, even though it's still my favorite record First, in, in mean, my entire yeah, career, but, but, you know, and then, you know, Everyone else doing the same exact sound. I was it's just driving me crazy. You know, I couldn't anymore and I would not relate to the culture anymore. And this felt like my chance to create something that would make me excited about getting on stage. And it was the same for him. So we just started to make beats that we wanted to play and that would sound like nothing else. And it's just all about passion and such an amazing journey. Really, like, I'm, I'm very grateful to him. It's funny because we have those conversations like he's grateful to me because I helped him tremendously to become, like, big and, and you know, he's getting booked everywhere, playing all the biggest festivals, all of this. 
but he brought me that excitement of uh, that you get when you're a teenager yeah you know and even now we're getting on stage so we did um uh, the fuck me uh, the um, sorry the uh, future rave party every friday at high and every time he would be like oh my god david like it's, it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> and i love that and just to see his eyes because you know as long as i'm genuine and 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 of course i'm i'm always grateful every morning i'm grateful for my life but you know being on stage is not that much of a miracle to me because this is what i've been doing for for, for so many years but him i see in his eyes the miracle it is and it makes me realize how lucky we are to be able to be there and to be loved you know and, and to share our passion with people So this is what he brought to my life. It is like a new sparkle. And 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 I, I I'm very grateful for that. I love that, dude. What a That's beautiful story. That's really fucking moving, dude. Like you get to almost live vicariously through that moment that you remember from your own, you know, exactly. early days of being on those stages for the first exactly. time and you get to relive it alongside so exactly. that is that's just such a pure fucking story dude. from beginning to end because yeah, you probably have amazing, so many bro. people coming up to you be like dude you gotta check out this it's the greatest thing you'll ever hear and then this no, guy didn't course. even want to bring it up to you but but you know plus like i've been because i've in the past i've signed very big djs that became very big so i've signed Afrojack when he was not famous or nicky romeo like people that came really huge and And you know, I helped develop them and all of this. So I only do this if I really believe in someone. I never ever sign someone just because I want to make money because it just it's, it's just such a uh, involvement and it's it's so time consuming to develop someone and 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 help them that you know I don't want to do it if I don't really believe in the sound. And um, so. So yeah, many, 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 many times I have people approaching me, um, and but I was never, I never wanted to do this as a business. And I, I'm, I'm always saying, you know, like I don't do, I don't do it for like, oh, the little percentage I'm going to take from you. I do it because I really believe you're going to bring something into my life. And um, <laughs> you know, it's when we did it with Afrojack. It's it's funny because he, he wanted to make songs and um, he didn't know uh, chords. So uh, I was like, okay, I'm gonna. You can't have anyone writing anything interesting if it's just a beat that is staying on one chord and you just have this bleep sound. It's very cool, but you can't make a song out of that. So I'm like, okay, you're gonna teach me how to make that bleep sound, and I'm gonna teach you how to make a hit. Mm. And and. You know, and the rest, so what I'm trying to say is like, I always want the person to bring something into my life, into my music journey. And, um, and Morton did because like, you know, uh, my ear is so pop. It was nice to have someone coming back to me and, and say, oh man, this just sounds cool. And he's like, it's a little bit musically poor. Yeah, but it sounds cool. <laughs> he brought and you yes. back to the basement. Exactly. He brought you back to the basement. Yeah. And exactly. I love that, dude. And exactly. honestly, that symbiotic value, like just hearing about that, I automatically think of me and you, bro. Yeah. Like I just think of that value of meeting someone and 
that exchange of just energies. And exactly. it's just such a fucking exactly. awesome thing and what it creates exactly. in new entities that you never thought would ever come about. You know, and, it's and you know, awesome, like, like we, we did something in New York was, oh my God, that was like one of my favorite show in, in my entire year. Um, I did a, I did a David Gerai show at um, uh, Brooklyn Mirage. Oh, crazy. And, and, and then we added a future rave show together with Morton. So, so then I was like, I think okay. I was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You came were, to that you one. Came. Incredible. Exactly. Incredible. Exactly. So I was like, you know, as I'm going to do, we did first the Future Rave show and then the day after David Gera. So I'm like, as I'm going to do David Gera after, let's go full on Future Rave. And, uh, and usually I would be a little bit shy because, you know, I have all my fans that they want to hear my hits. So I need to always find that balance. And, and this is my exercise. I'm like, I'm walking on a tight rope of being, you know, interesting and, and, and new and fresh. And at the same time, people want to sing along to my songs. So that day I was like, no, the people that want to sing along to my songs, they're coming tomorrow. Let's just go full on, you know? Yeah, and it yeah. was so much fun. It was amazing. I felt so light. It was, it was really incredible. And um, yeah, I love, I love working with him. We, we're about to release an a EP together. Um, and, and yes, this is, a, this is like a, 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 a new, for, for me and him, by the way, like feeling 19 again. Damn, that's so awesome, cool. bro. That teenage excitement, man. Yeah. And that show was amazing, by the way. The the venue was incredible. That the barrage venue the venue was incredible. Damn. And then the crowd was just going crazy. And I was surprised to see just how crazy they were going because I knew it was new ish. Exactly. And, no, and, no, and, totally. It's new. Yeah. Like, it's new. You know, like like it's it's like a music gender. Gen genre. 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 It's a music it's a music genre and it's only two and a half years. That's yeah. nothing on the scale of yeah. uh, you know of, of history of music. So, and people, it takes a long time to get to a new sound. So, yes, it, it works. Well, yeah. Brooklyn, Brooklyn likes to get out front. They like oh. being out front. Like Are out you from Brooklyn? Like, no, but I'm an East Coast guy. He is, Dylan. And not that there's a comparison between the East Coast and Brooklyn, but like, you know, New York City and that area likes to lead, you know, in Brooklyn especially from a cultural standpoint. Shout out, Dylan. Um, just, I know we'll probably start winding down. I wanted to ask you to bring it full circle. We started off the show talking about Stad. Where are you for New Year's this year? You know yet? It's a little um, early. I do. I'm I'm doing this Latin America tour, and I haven't done this for a few years. I am so excited. Um, like I love doing this so much. Um, I remember when I started to tour. I was telling my manager, um, you know, we do those meetings about. What's the strategy for next year? And what are we, what type of shows are we doing? And I was always like, I don't care as long as you give me Colombia and Brazil. Nice. So is that, <laughs> is that where you are for New Year's? And uh, so I'm going to do uh, New Year's. I'm not sure where I am, but uh, I'm doing all those Latin American. Oh uh, my God. And it's crazy. We, we just put it on, I, I could not believe it. We just put the tickets uh, on sale. And I know that in Chile, um, on a weekday, I sold 30,000 tickets <laughs> in two hours, yes. you know, and oh it's just, it's, it's crazy, crazy. So I'm so excited about 
bring back to Latin America. Brazil, New Year's. Those people that are so warm. They, 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 it's, it's, it's incredible. I love playing to this crowd. Well, I can tell you I'd want to be in Brazil on New Year's. I don't know if it's the same reason as you, but it's a very, very beautiful community of people down there. Yeah, I agree. Least. Dude. They got a lot of lifeguards down there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's amazing to to sit here next to you, man. Your 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 childlike excitement now about what you do and the love for what you do, you could you could really feel it. Uh, thank and you, man. No, it inspires me, man. And and you have uh, written and rewritten the history books when it comes to music and musical culture. And I cannot wait to see how you continue to do so. <laughs> oh, thank you. And really, I want to say something because I really didn't know what to expect. Yeah. And uh, it's crazy. I cannot believe that we actually spoke about music for real, for real. That we spoke about life yeah. in a deep way. And that's unexpected. Yeah. I, I was like, ah, this is going to be fun. And, you know, and it was. But really, that was excellent. They don't call it the number so one much, podcast man. in the world for nothing. Yeah, man. bro, that's Thank awesome. You David Gatta, dude. Thank you so much for joining us this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, if you get a chance to see or go to one of his shows, go to one of his shows. Uh, if you're not going to go to one of his shows, listen to his music and hit that subscribe button on this subscribe. channel. <laughs> Please subscribe, subscribe, hit that subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We love you. We will see you next time. Take it easy. Peace. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.